When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi everyone, just jumping in here to give you a wee snippet of Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. So if you want a break from the news, you should jump over and subscribe to it. This episode of Culture Vulture was brought to you by our mates at Part-Time Rangers. Because why wouldn't you want to save wildlife while you sip? Kia ora everyone, welcome back to your favourite pop culture podcast. Um, don't know why it's your favourite, because me and Liv are chaotic and we get shy every time we come on the mic. <laughs> Has that become a tagline, do you reckon? Your favourite pop culture podcast? Yeah, but always with a caveat that like no one has said it's their favourite except for a few people when we forced them to. And always like, with a humble caveat, just to make sure that people don't think we're big-headed. Literally. Oh, that's so New Zealand, eh? Always just yeah. taking ourselves down and not cutting ourselves down before anyone else can do it to us <laughs> yeah like we don't actually think we're that good everyone yeah. okay <laughs> we're actually kind of shit how did we get this job but thank you for listening <laughs> we just made it up ourselves yeah. anyway anyway so that was quite a big um humble caveat <laughs> uh as always joined with shmivy shmiv what describes your week should we get straight into it or should we okay, talk about yeah, yeah. should we talk about what we're going to be discussing today Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do the co-papa of today's episode. Um, we are talking about R. Kelly. We, we are. have kind of, this has been on the cards for a while and now he's sort of back in the news cycle because of his imprisonment, which is fucking fantastic. So we thought we would kind of run through everything that went on with him because I didn't really know, Luce, and I know that neither did you. I had covered snippets of it in the newsletter and then... When I actually looked into, like, what went down, it's fucking horrific. And the way that he used his power, like, it's just unspeakable. It is. And there's there's just too much to cover. Like, the amount of shit that went down and the way he behaved for decades, basically his whole adult life, is just, yeah, beyond words but we're going to try and kind of do a quick rundown of that for you yeah because I feel like it gives huge like Michael Jackson vibes Harvey Harvey Weinstein vibes like Jeffrey Epstein vibes it's just another one of these huge cases where the dude thinks they're untouchable and it's just completely completely fucked but before we get into that Liv what describes your week this week okay I've fully 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 given up on the cultural sort of um, same what are they called, metaphors or whatever. Um, this one I probably wouldn't even know because I don't know any cultural sports analogies or fucking TV shows or anything. Um, but this week, I was a student of rugby. Um, so we got given tickets to the All Blacks game, which was very, very privileged. But Thank you to whoever yeah. decided shit you should care about must be at the All Blacks. Literally. So Luce and Ruby, they're in Australia at the moment. So I went and I took my friend Evie and um, we were basically like, yeah, free piss, <laughs> some free food. Let's go. Had him watch rugby for a good like 
15 years on my behalf. So didn't know, like could not name a single All Black except for Bowden Barrett because he's always in the media. But apart from that, could not name a single All Black, which is really embarrassing. And so Evie and I spent our Saturday afternoon just watching like YouTube videos of rugby coverage and trying to like study the, the squad. Like we literally sat there for hours, like watching All Blacks run down who was playing in the Irish team, like what the predictions were. Like, I don't think I've watched the All Blacks, and this is like, yeah, okay, bad Kiwis, but I don't think I've watched them play or really got into it since, like, the World Cup, like, in the year with Richie McCaw and Dan Carter. That was like... Yes, I fully thought they still played. Oh. Like, I'm not... Gla- no, well, I knew they didn't, but they were the last All Blacks that I could, like... That was a legendary team. Like, yeah. It- oh, and speaking of Dan Carter and Richie McCaw walk into the lounge whatever like literally Evie and I are the youngest by 20 years we're like the only young girls there feeling like super out of place I'm like checking in my coat look over and I said Evie oh my god Dan Carter is behind you and then we see Richie McCall later on honestly it was a wild experience and it's funny because very out of place like in any of our day-to-day lives we could be sitting in a cafe with like a current all black and like most people would know that <laughs> oh. but no give us the ones from a 10 years ago clue. <laughs> yeah 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 and we're starstruck because they were probably like like you would have there would have been other like buzzy as pe- current people but because we know yeah, nothing. But i wouldn't have been able to oh no nah, not at all not at all oh. so that was my week loose how about you how's um how's sydney treating you well it's funny you say that because what describes my week is rain because Sydney is just like all it is is just rain. Like we are both so creative. No, we so I didn't even try. I was gonna say it's raining men, but like literally, I'm spending all my time with Ruby. There's not there's not like men in the life. Ruby and Ruby's boyfriend. Literally, so it's raining one man. But yeah, um, I Ruby and I also went and watched the rugby uh in a pub here in Sydney, and no men there. Oh, lots of men there, um, but it was it was all Kiwis, which is so funny because of course it was, but it was so packed. Ruby said to me, won't even be that busy because it's just the All Blacks, like no Australian teams playing, and we got there and it was like, me and Ruby were like these little minions, couldn't see anything, just running around, like, you know, Again, like, like anyway. totally underestimating the cultural impact that rugby has, like Again, all over like, the world. I know, like, honestly, everyone, it's lucky that me and Liv aren't hosting a sports podcast. Oh, <laughs> well, honest to God. Because I'd well, just be regurgitating the squad and that number. No, Is that honestly, not what we just I learned about do? backs and forwards for the first time in my life. Yeah, and I am not even there. And my dad's no. a referee and has been a rugby referee his entire life. And... <laughs> No, sorry, Dad. So much interest in your in what your dad's doing, but it's funny because none, like of all the sports, none of the three boys cared about rugby. I didn't care about rugby. Like Dad loves rugby, and we all just went and chose. Like they chose fucking cycling and Formula One. Like yeah, probably just to go against him because that's what you do when you're a kid. It is, and when you're an adult. Anyway, Liv, (laughs) um, glad we've had great, super unique, sort of random weeks. Also miss you, Sydney. Um, miss you too. It's not the same. Be two weeks in the office on my lonesome. Two weeks distance recording this podcast, which distance I know it sounds great still. It's not the same. It's not. <laughs> it doesn't it feel doesn't, the same. It does not feel the same at all, but we're, we're making the most of it. Lucy's on this huge screen in front of me and I'm absolutely loving it. 
It's, it's so... It's actually fun having someone just on a screen talking to you. It yeah. reminds me of TikTok. Your face is bigger <laughs> than it usually is. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's how you get your socialization, TikTok. It's just... It's got to feel gamified. It's got to yeah. feel like I'm on my iPhone. Literally. I prefer it. I think we connect better this way anyway. Yeah. Right, Liv. I've got a quick naughty or nice to start us off today. And it's not really like a naughty or a nice. It's more just a story or a piece that I sort of wanted to read to you. Um, so interestingly enough, this is about Halsey, who mm. I feel like live in me and your day-to-day life. We don't really listen to her music. We don't like follow what she's up to very often or whatever, but she seems to always make her way onto this podcast. Yeah, exactly. And it, yeah, as you said, it's not a good representation. I can't remember the last time I even thought about Halsey apart no. from researching for Culture Vulture. I know because she's really good at speaking up about like abortion rights, about like young people getting access to the pill or the medication they need and like she's really yeah. she really thrives when like she's not a scared not scared to speak up about her own personal experiences. But she wrote a piece for Vogue after the obvious news about the overturning of Roe v. Wade and I just sort of wanted to read it to you because it's quite jarring and I missed it in the news cycle and I thought if I missed mm. it then a bunch of other people probably did too so I wanted um I wanted the culture vulture listeners to hear it here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Two. And just before I get into this, um, Content warning, I'll be talking about miscarriages and she does get quite um, in-depth when she describes them. Obviously, it's her experience, so we fully love that for her. But if you don't want to listen to it, maybe just skip through a few minutes. So it's called My Abortion Saved My Life and then Halsey on the end of Roe v. Wade. And so she said, I gave birth to my son on July 14th, 2021. It was a beautiful labor. I sat back, knees apart, with my partner by my side and laughed my way through delivering him. I was puzzled by the absence of tears. The hysterical euphoria was not what I'd anticipated. I'd been flanked by nurses and doctors in a bed like this before, heaving through sobs and feeling blood trickle down my thighs like tiny spiders under my skin. I miscarried three times before my 24th birthday. It seemed a cruel irony that I could get pregnant with ease but struggled to maintain a pregnancy. One of my miscarriages required aftercare, a gentle way of saying that I would need an abortion because my body could not terminate the pregnancy completely on its own and I'd risk going into sepsis without medical intervention. During this procedure, I cried. I was afraid for myself and I was helpless. I was desperate to end the pregnancy that was threatening my life. I rewrote my will during the third trimester of my pregnancy, meaning the one that she's just carried through. After my past experiences, I was prepared for the worst. I gave detailed instructions regarding the donation of my organs should I die or be declared brain dead, meaning if my heart beat on but my brain wasn't functioning, the state would have permission to cut into my warm and still flush flesh and take my organs to save other lives. 
How funny that while my own heart would amount to nothing more than a series of involuntary movements on an operating table, a beating heart in my womb could mean I couldn't consent to saving my own life. This is what some people who wish to see the end of abortion rights believe is right. Many people have asked me if, since carrying a child to term after years of struggling to do so, I've reconsidered my stance on abortion. The answer is firmly no. In fact, I've never felt more strongly about it. My abortion saved my life and gave way for my son to have his. Every person deserves the right to choose when, if, and how they have this dangerous and life-altering experience. I will hold my son in one arm and fight with all my might with the other. And I just thought, what a fucking amazing piece that everyone needs to read or hear and, like, Mm, think about. That last line was really, like, moving, and I think... That conversation about how it made way for new life in terms of her newly born son, that that wouldn't have happened if she wasn't able to. So it's just a redundant argument, the pro-life. Yeah, it's in the way that she was talking about how like she can, you can donate your beating heart. But like, so if if you needed an abortion and you couldn't get it and you passed away, you could donate your beating heart to save another life, but you couldn't save your own life because they wouldn't let you get an abortion. Yeah, it just... The people on the Supreme Court. So, and, and I thought it was really good that she said, like, she's had three miscarriages. She's now had a child. It's something she really wanted. Um, but she's still pro abortion because she had to get one to save her literal life. So... Halsey, we love her. It's am- I yeah. think amazing, amazing all of these people using their platforms and and telling these really really personal stories. Like that takes a lot of courage and strength. So it's amazing that she did yeah. that. So it's not really like a naughty or a nice type of story, but just more like proud, proud that she's doing it. Sucks that she had to. More of an Im- yeah. important sort of story. Anyway, Liv, we are going to get into everything we need to know about uh, Kelly just after we hear from our wonderful sponsors this week. We are incredibly excited to be working with our mates at Part-Time Rangers once again. Fun fact for you all, Part-Time Rangers were actually our first ever podcast sponsor over on The Shit Show. That was before we were even a proper business. So naturally, we love them. Yes, Luce, we also love that with every sip you take of one of their RTDs, like the pink rhino or the yellow elephant, you're actually saving wildlife. A portion of the proceeds from every can supports wildlife conservation across the globe, which is fucking amazing. So that's from the big tusk elephants and rhinos in Africa to koalas in Australia and kiwi in New Zealand. There's just so much to love about part-time rangers. And honestly, what better way to chill out than by listening to an episode of your favourite pop culture podcast while sipping on a cheeky part-time rangers bevy. I mean, cheers to that, Liv. And to our besties who are over 18, please go and grab yourself some part-time rangers and save the wildlife while you sip. I hate to do this to you all, but if you want to hear the rest, which I know you do, head over to Culture Vulture wherever you get your podcasts. Love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.